my sister and I would watch this movie every day after school because she was in love with Eddie Furlong. Hello and welcome to another episode of Geek Chew, a podcast where we chew over the geeky things that we love. I'm Eamon. And I'm Charlene. And our intro music is by my brother Ryan. And um, this week we're going to be, I guess, basically talking about sequels. Mostly because the only thing we really did was go see uh, the second Crudes movie. But we'll get there. Yeah. But before we did that, we did have um, a fairly busy Thanksgiving weekend, which... Yes was fun. I mean, it was a great weekend. Uh, I think it's hilarious that I thought that we might read a whole book plus the companion book that you also purchased for Love and Rockets before. Yeah. Um, I haven't read anything. I've, I've read zero words. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's not true. I did read some of the interviews in the beginning of the companion book, but it's hardly... Um, yeah, I haven't like really cracked it open. I like flipped through the pages a little bit, but I haven't done anything. Yeah. I mean, you did read some of the first book, though, right? Reread. Yes. yes. Reread. Yeah. So we're we're not there yet, <laughs> but we d- we did uh, have a couple birthdays in addition to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We and made I- it. We're here. We're still we, here. <laughs> we did make it after uh, your birthday, uh, where where our main activity. I, I get, it was a long day. Yeah. I think our main activity was the skydiving, right? Yes. So <laughs> our first time skydiving, um, which was. <laughs> Really intense and fun, and I think pretty much exactly what I expected. But it's one of those things where you just kind of have to do it and live through it and be like, "Yep, that was what I thought it was." Yeah, I guess it wasn't. I, I guess I don't really know what I thought it was going to be. It was definitely louder than I realized because I just wasn't thinking about it. And then, as we also discussed before, I forgot that we actually have to like ride in a plane to get up high enough. To jump, which yeah. I don't super enjoy. <laughs> so I, I don't I, know. I had thought about that beforehand, but the the ride up was smoother than I thought it would be. Way Obviously, smooth. it's a small plane. Yeah, uh, climbs at a pretty steep incline. You know, wasn't as bad as I thought it might be. Everything happens so quickly. It's like, okay, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. Okay, do this. Show me that you remember that this is what we do. And then, okay, so do this, do this. And then all of a sudden you're just like falling out of a plane. I'll tell you one thing I did not appreciate about the climb was the constant readjusting of uh, the straps. I uh, liked it because it meant like checking, double checking, making sure you didn't miss anything. Yeah, I just didn't expect it. So when they started to um, readjust your straps, I was like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) what did they do wrong down on the ground (laughs) that they're fixing at the last minute before we jump out? I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I just wasn't expecting it. It's there's, I mean, there's like this awkward physical act of being strapped to somebody uh, who you've placed your life in their hands. <laughs> and you're yeah. just kind of trusting that they know what's happening when they did. It was great. Everything about it was great, except all the high fives. that they, um, <laughs> There were a lot of high fives. I'm not super into high fives in general, no, no. Um, unless it's Jake. So I, that's right. it. That's it. I, I mean, I'm sure like, that's just part of their business plan, right? Right. Extreme enthusiasm and uh, trying to make you feel comfortable 
in, in this and excited weird and that it's like a happy, yeah. joyful experience. And yeah. Yeah. And, um, it was great. It was a good experience. It really was one minute of free fall. Longest minute. It wasn't I bad. I just was like, we're still falling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we climbed to 14,000 feet and, and that's where we, um, disembarked yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it was it was really violent like i i didn't think it was going to be like a cakewalk or anything but the noise and the the force of the resistance from the air just you know i guess you would call it wind whatever i mean and at one point i think maybe if we were free falling for one minute maybe 20 seconds of that the goggles were just pushing directly into my eyeballs and i couldn't see anything uh which i don't think is the way it's supposed to go yeah but um i don't know i really liked it and i thought it was cool and it's definitely something i would do again if it was like something i had an extra i don't know how many dollars but you know like it's not cheap to go the guy was definitely like oh you're gonna love it and you're gonna want to come back and also we do lessons and i'm like cool thanks (laughs) Uh, i don't need any lessons because this is not gonna be uh normal in my future so i would do it again maybe bring my own goggles (laughs) something that actually fit my head right but even once the the chute deploys and you're floating slowly more slowly towards the ground it's a really it's a really cool experience, even though there's additional discomfort hanging on to somebody else and the straps pulling on you. And then, you know, they kind of let you maybe control the the shoot a little bit. I did not I did, like the being able to control no. the shoot myself. I didn't was like you the, didn't care for the spinning around. You ju- yes. You just take care of that. <laughs> we don't need to spin. It's amazingly difficult. Like, yes. Very physical. He's like, try turning. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> and also, I really don't want to. <laughs> like, it was a great experience. Me? It, it was, was a really great experience. And I'm glad we did it together. Yeah, me too. Uh, later that night, we went to dinner, which was also a great experience with our three awesome kids because it was just, it was super fun. Uh, they were so They fun. were in good moods. <laughs> and we just, uh, Tegan was laughing, belly laughs, and Courtney was laughing, and everybody was... Jake tried to bite a chocolate cake. He did not like it, but he wanted to try it. Very interesting. The things he'll try. Most of them have sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So it was good. Our meals were good. Yours was okay. You had an artichoke. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Accompanied by a filet. (laughs) I never order the filet. I never order filet mignon because it's actually like, well, it used to be my favorite cut because it seems like it's the fanciest. Like really, it's just... I'm, I prefer ribeye and right now we prefer like just much less meat in general. So I ordered it cause I was like, why not? I bet I'm going to really enjoy it. It's been so long. Look at all this, these other things that are coming with it. And you know, da, da, da. and really the best thing on my plate was this small, like half an artichoke. It's yeah. like the best bite of food I'd had all night. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, wow, that's, that's disappointing. And you're like, no, it's really good. And I'm like, yeah, but. It's not supposed to be the best thing on your plate, (laughs) but but it was, and that's fine. It's whatever. It's a great place that we (laughs) want. But one of the other things that we did on your birthday, and I wasn't sure that we were going to squeeze it in because I wanted the day to go the way you wanted to, but Mm -hmm. I super wanted to see the Mandalorian uh, episode that aired this week with, because Ahsoka Tano was in it and rosario dawson kind of her premiere is that character yeah so is she going to be in more episodes because i think she will be but probably 
I mean, she's not going to take over as a main character, right? So, right. Like you see, man, Grief Karga, right? Um, man, what's his name? Apollo Creed. Oh, I don't <laughs> know. I know his name is Apollo yeah, Creed. Gina Carano, her character, like they're kind of in and out. Amy Sedaris. And I think that she'll probably fill one of those roles. But it was really awesome to, I think the character looked awesome. Uh, Rosario yeah. Dawson did a good job. They kind of pull all these references from Clone Wars and other characters and through a Grand Admiral Thrawn reference in there. Like she's looking for this guy that is, is a huge character in these offshoot Star Wars universes. Like I think Rebels, which I have me and Tegan are watching Clone Wars. We haven't made it to Rebels yet, but Thrawn was a huge character in this book series that I read when I was middle school by Timothy Zahn, who's I think written many more Star Wars books, but this was a trilogy that came after uh, Return of the Jedi. There's so many directions that this series can take, and it's just so exciting and interesting, pulling from parts of the universe that people love, right? Right, right. As opposed to maybe the sequel trilogy, which wasn't uh, all that well received and maybe not all that well done for the for the most part. Yeah. There were things that we loved about it, but... I don't, we don't have to talk about the Mandalorian a whole bunch, but right. Uh, you know, they named the, the baby, oh, the child. So weird. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, Grogu, right? Yeah. Uh, I like the meme you sent about the, um, <laughs> from, from marriage story, but the show's just so well done. Yeah. Like it's just really good. It's just fun to watch. It's an amazing and, thing to sit and watch. And I love that Tegan is actually watching this season with us. No, Although, she's not. She, she watched like the one episode oh really she, to watch Ahsoka. Has she, she hasn't watched any of it with us up to no. this point no we've tried to get her we tried to reel uh, her in well i guess uh, i just made up stuff with my brain there <laughs> yes you wanted her to be there and wishing yeah uh she definitely watched this one though because she was waiting for ahsoka all season she was like just tell me when she shows up right so whatever and then the day after your birthday was jake's birthday right and we wound up doing all of jake's favorite things Yes, and one of those things is presents, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) This was, it's so funny, because usually he'll just kind of get up and do his own thing and wait for us to make him breakfast, not really ask for anything, watch his shows, whatever. But he came out just kind of milling around. He went into our room. Which he never does. Never does. So weird. And I knew what he was doing, but I wanted him to tell us. I had no idea. I was just like, what's going on? (laughs) Had to ask him like six times, but eventually he was like, presents where are they at yeah it's <laughs> super cute i'm looking for presents yeah uh which weren't wrapped but that's okay he's 17 he doesn't need he doesn't need wrapped presents. well and he did i said i haven't wrapped them yet and he pouted because <laughs> i think i was like well i don't have to wrap them do you want them to open them in now or do you want me to wrap them and he was like open them now yeah <laughs> it was really funny he was happy enough to just open up the packages. 100%. Yeah. But, uh, you know, because it was his birthday, we ended up at the movies, right? Right. One of his favorite things. His favorite thing. It's his favorite. Yeah. And there's nothing out, obviously. Like, there's just no content, really. Right. Except for, and I think this is the first weekend for the Crude's sequel. Yeah, it right? came out. The Crude's new, A New Age. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, we haven't even seen the original. No, but the... The kids have, yeah, but we have not, and I was not interested at all, but it was like, watch this or watch Tenet 
again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. But Which, and Jake we'll doesn't do want to see it again anyway. Yeah. Um, I think our movie going experience right now kind of reminds me of when we were dating and would go to the movies every weekend because um, it's not like we were watching a lot of TVs and seeing lots of trailers for things. They weren't like all over the internet and easily accessible. So we just liked going to the movies and we would go see whatever was playing within a reasonable amount of time and just watch it and be like, oh, that was terrible or that was good, right? Yeah, we'd actually run out of movies to go see. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, which we don't know right well i mean yes now, now, now we do yes. yeah <laughs> so we it kind of feels like sort of an updated version of that where we're like okay well we <laughs> no. gotta go to the movies today what are we gonna go see an so, updated depressing version yeah well i mean we always like to go earlier in the day when there are going to be fewer people in there but jake just loves it so and we hadn't really done much else besides i mean pop culture stuff right right what we usually try to talk about on the show so when we left we were like well i guess we'll talk about crudes which i mean and, and we'll get into this but at first i, I had no um intention of talking about the crudes right i thought podcast. i might take a nap during the movie but i didn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, but it's like you know so when we left we were like we did actually enjoy the movie and we started talking about well maybe we can talk about this movie and then also talk about some of our favorite sequels. Right. And I, I found it a fun exercise to kind of just look at other sequels that have been made and why those things were made. Right. There's only so many sequels that are made because movies have to make money. Right. And, or some of the highest grossing movies are the ones that are going to have sequels. So, so a lot of popular movies are the ones that, that have sequels, which I didn't really think about beforehand, I guess. But like you said, when we were first there, and I think this was even the case for Tegan, I'm not sure how Courtney felt, but kind of reminded me of that that meme, like how it started versus how it's going from the beginning of movie to the end, because we were all just there for Jake. Right. Uh, and even the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie, I was not, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I was like, okay, yeah. I guess this is, <laughs> I guess this is what we're doing. Um, but the movie really was fun and funny um, yeah it w there were some really funny things that i was like oh yeah and that's... i mean the cast was really good which obviously doesn't hurt i mean i didn't know mm -hmm. because we hadn't seen the original yeah walking into it nicholas cage and emma stone ryan reynolds Catherine keener like that's, yeah that's pretty good <laughs> and it's universal and dreamworks and so the animation is good and it was just i don't know like there's this whole caveman versus better man plot. Better yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like it told like a, a good real story that, you know, people can relate to watching this movie. And also it's like fun for the little kids because it's got like the silly little comedy stuff with like the little sister. And I don't know. I, I, I just was not expecting to, to enjoy it. Yeah. And I, I, I did thoroughly enjoy it. Right. I mean, it's kind of built that way, I guess to kind of hit maybe the pleasure zones. Like I'm thinking back and like what made it funny. There's like this physical comedy, even though it's animation, it's, and the story is fine. Like it's not, yeah. there's nothing out of the ordinary there. It's just the way they present it and kind of the over the top quote unquote acting of the characters and 
the way it's presented by whoever directed this movie, which you would think I had looked up. I mean, it was over the top and it was great. And like some of my favorite things about it were the things that were like so crazy over the top, like the Thunder Sisters and stuff, you know, like (laughs) it was just ridiculous. And I thought it was great. I I thought that was perfect. It really was. Then we started talking about how maybe we should talk about other sequels that we really enjoyed. And like I said, you know, as I started looking through some of these uh, lists, I think I wasn't really sure how we were going to structure it. Right. Right. Or even, you know, just kind of trying to pick sequels out of thin air doesn't really seem like our thing. It's definitely not my thing because (laughs) I am not as much a rewatcher as you are. And also I don't remember what happened in this movie versus this movie and, you know, necessarily the same way that you do. So you sending me a list to kind of go on was just right. Yeah. I sent the wrong list though. Well, no, you sent a good list, but I needed more and thought, oh, I can look up lists too. So I did. (laughs) Well, cause I was, I don't know why it, cause usually, I mean, that's my first, my first response to things is, okay, I'm going to look that up. I was just like, how am I going to figure out what sequels I like? I guess I'm just going to try to think of some. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, so it was going to be hard, but it, you made it easier. Yeah, I sent you a list from Time that was sequels that were better than the original movie. Right. And then you also used an Empire list. And I think there was a lot of overlap between those lists. Right, cuz I I mean I didn't necessarily need to have sequel that was better than the first for it right. to be one that I really enjoyed. Yeah, and once I started looking at these lists and writing down movie after movie, even though I was trying to curate the list as much as I could, uh, what I ended up with was uh, I have to pick these top three, but I also kind of want to hit some of these other ones, just stuff that was important to me. That's what I was looking for. So as we go through this, I'll probably uh, talk about uh, a few movies that didn't make my top three, but we're close. Okay. So my personal metric for picking my top three I thought, what is a sequel to a movie that I would want to watch more than I wanted to watch the first one? Not necessarily because it was a better movie, although I think all the ones that I picked are, but where like I wouldn't really feel like I need to watch the first one again in order to watch the second one, or that I would consistently pick to watch the second or sequel again and again without needing to go back to watch the first one. So so that was kind of how I, I based and picked my three, which I think, I don't know if you looked at my list, but... I, I didn't. Um, I know. I hate that. <laughs> I do hate that. Um, but uh, you may be surprised with what I put on my list, and you may be not. I think I have one solid... Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Of, of I'm sure. The first ones. But, like, there, was, there were things that, um, that were important to me but didn't make my final three. Like the Mission Impossible Fallout is just an amazing movie that I could watch over and over again. And the Mission Impossible series of movies is one of my favorite uh, ever, right? Yes. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about most of the superhero movies. The Bourne movies I really liked. Um, But my thing with those is I don't know those movies enough to really be like, Oh yeah. First one, this happened. Second one, this happened. Yeah, and exactly. So, like I rewatched the Bourne movies recently and I know everything that happens, but the first one is really 
the one that I know. Yeah, me too. And I watched the second, third. I didn't watch the fourth one, but you know. So I would definitely agree that that that's nowhere on my sequels list. Okay, so do you want to do like a? I I didn't necessarily like prioritize mine, but I think I could pretty quickly. The one, two, three. Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about some of the other ones first okay. that I had written down. I know that like notable you mentions. Didn't. Yeah, I just yeah, I did put a couple. Okay. Um. Well, we watched Home Alone two recently. That's and, true. Yeah. Uh. So I guess like it just happened to be a sequel that we watched, and that is that's a good one. That's a, a good one that I would watch over and over again. I love a lot of the Christmas sequels, like yeah, Santa that's... Claus two, Home Alone two, Frozen. Not really a Christmas movie, but still like Frozen two, like. You know. Yeah, we're in full swing of like Christmas holiday movies, and one of the ones I had written down here was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, right? Which I wouldn't really have thought about, I think, if it hadn't been on both of the lists that as we a sequel. At. Yeah, yeah, and it it really is just. I mean, that's like we watch Christmas movies all through the month, and then National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is like a Christmas Day movie. Yes. That's how you know where it kind of you know <laughs> rests in the pantheon of movies. It's up there. It's one of the best Christmas movies ever. <laughs> it's a, and it's a great sequel. I would say definitely notable mention. I mean, I I don't even remember really much that happens in the other national. I don't think I've ever seen European Vacation. To be honest really? with you, yeah, I mean, I have, but me, I but. Just, um, but Christmas Vacation, you know that like front to back, right. like it's yeah, we, it's quoted we want, a lot <laughs> around the McCracken House. <laughs> Definitely. What's a notable mention for you? Uh, well, one of the other ones that was important to me, but I wouldn't really put it on my on my list, was Desperado because I watched that movie so many times. I didn't even realize that was a sequel. Yeah, it's. I mean, um, I guess it's kind of like a remake, but also a little bit. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez, his breakthrough kind of independent film uh, movie that put him on the map was El Mariachi, and this is supposed to be the same character, different actor. Antonio Banderas was not in the first one. And it's definitely a sequel, I think, because it kind of, and it flashes back to the El Mariachi movie in Desperado. But uh, it was just one of those movies that I watched so many times and listened to the soundtrack and I know every line. uh, And I don't know, it was just, it was so good to me when I was uh, younger. But again, not in my top three, I guess. It's it's tough. It's a tough omission. But, yeah. What about the... Which is weird because it's not a great movie. We, we, we rewatched yeah. it recently. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Indiana Jones movies? So this one almost made my list was Last Crusade, but it didn't make so, my list. Yeah. Temple so of Doom would not, but yeah, Last Crusade is so good. Yeah. And the Crystal Skull could just have not existed. No, so <laughs> Yeah. Um, but that's definitely a notable for me as far as rewatchability. Yeah. And just that I, but I don't know. See, I think watching that one, then I would do want to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know? So as far as yeah, as a far sequel as goes criteria. and my, my personal uh, criteria for, for making the list, that one doesn't cut, cut it, you know? Yeah. I, I had a couple other sequels that I don't have like categorized, but just didn't quite make the cut, but really loved was Mad Max Fury Road. Which I've never is just, seen the first one. No, me either. And that's one of the reasons that it just, it's not like super important to me as a sequel because I haven't seen the first or the second one. Uh, but this movie was so good right. that uh, it's just, it couldn't be omitted from, from mention. Right? right. And then Aliens was another one that I put under the 
Is that on your list? It, Aliens yeah. is number three on my list. Ooh. It is interesting. number three because I would watch Aliens over and over more than um, I would watch Alien. So Alien was really great and obviously a classic and I love it. But I just, I love the the action in Aliens. I like that the story's already built. You know, the characters you, you've got, so you're not like, you, you already have some sort of expectation. Yeah, you're just back in that world. And and it's it's a completely different movie than the first one. And I just liked it definitely better. Yeah. Sorry, I stepped on your top three. No, that's okay. That's okay. It was a good opportunity to bring it up. Um, one of the uh one of the things I had on here was just an embarrassing omission that we have to omit because we haven't seen it is Godfather Two. I know. Because we haven't seen the Godfather. We watched the first half. I I think we might have mentioned this on the podcast before that we haven't watched these movies. Uh, it's, it's terrible. We need to watch them. We need but. to just really buckle down and do it. It's very difficult because there's just so much to watch and uh, it's hard to just, they're long. They're it's, long. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to find the time. Yeah. The only other one I had kind of in the, um, I don't know, honorable mention, whatever. And I didn't know it was, I didn't even know it was a sequel. Like I know that there have been a ton of books, but Silence of the Lambs was listed as a sequel. Yeah. Because Manhunter came out in 1986 and it has Will Graham and uh, who is it? Brian Cox playing Hannibal Lecter. And I just had no idea that this movie was even out there. Me either. And it's a Michael Mann movie. So that was just one of those things that I found while I was going through here that I just felt like we had to mention because obviously yeah, you, Silence you, of the Lambs kind of a big deal. But Yeah, huge. I would watch that again and again too. But, but again, you, didn't know that it, I didn't even know what had no idea that that was a sequel. So, I mean, I, I'm down to my top three. I okay. don't know if we want to get into it. Yes. Well, I've already done mine. So you do your done. third. So I don't, yeah, oh man, I don't have them ranked, <laughs> but I will you go to rank with, them real quick. Yes, I, I will. Um, so I need to have a Batman movie on here, right? And I think the easy pick would be to go with The Dark Knight, the second of the Christopher Nolan trilogy with Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah, that's and, a great one. Um, Christian Bale, all that. But uh, my pick is going to be Batman Returns because those Batman movies, the first two Tim Burton ones, so important to me. And the 1989, like, I don't remember a whole lot of movie going experiences, which is understandable, right? Like it's... Yeah, in 1989, you, you were movies, eight years old. Yeah. But maybe not so much the actual experience of going to the theater. Something has to happen. I mean, I remember the 89 Batman, and I remember the 92 Batman Returns, especially because the we went with my uncle's girlfriend, who was a huge movie buff. And there was a, a point in the movie where the penguin bites the nose of his com- uh, of his campaign manager when she like shrieked out and like grabbed me, <laughs> like startled <laughs> me as it was happening. Uh, that's not the reason I remember the movie. It's one of the reasons I remember going to the movie to see it. But I just, Michael Keaton is my, Your Batman. my Batman from childhood. And that movie is really good. Like I rewatched it last Christmas while I was away. Cause it's kind of a Christmas movie a little bit. There's <laughs> snow. 
<laughs> but I have to have a Batman movie on there, and and that that is my sequel that I put on there is Batman Returns. Yeah, that's a good one. I remember all the Batman movies, but I didn't see them in theaters. We didn't go very often, but you know my sequel movie going experience as a kid where it memorable for me was um back to the future part three yeah that that's funny because that's actually one of the ones i remember going to see so that's one that you know i went to and i remember screaming in the theater at a part where nobody else screamed and <laughs> and nobody looked at me like so they thought it happened on screen i guess like i don't know <laughs> I mean, but my sister was like, what, the, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so. we, and we recently rewatched that movie because yeah. Tegan is into the Back to the Future stuff. But you don't remember what that part was. Yeah, it's when the cavalry comes over, but it's definitely less jarring yeah. seeing it now <laughs> than the beginning of the, you know, or like, anyway. So what was your second movie? My second movie is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. What? So, <laughs> um, I mean, this, if I didn't love my number one so, 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 so much, this would be my number one. My sister and I would watch this movie every day after school because she was in love with Eddie Furlong, but I just thought the movie was so cool. Right. And so it's I, and I had never even seen like the first Terminator when we watched this just over and over. So to me, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator always been a hero never the villain like <laughs> you know like um and the movie just like had so many cute little one-liners that i thought were so funny when i was a kid and i just like the nostalgia when i watch this movie is it's just immense like it's it's a huge one for me so yeah so my second one i needed to pick a marvel movie there are so many sequels in the marvel universe correct it's like all sequels Right, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard. It's hard to narrow it down. Like I have three written. The three I wrote down were Winter Soldier, Endgame, and Ragnarok. Yeah, I, my, I mean, my my number one is is a Marvel movie. I think I know which one. Well, yeah, it's the one that I like the most. You know my favorite <laughs> one, right? So. But I think out of those, even though I keep going back to one, I'm like, how long has it been so since I watched Endgame? Maybe it's time to do that again. I think Winter Soldier is still my favorite sequel out of the Marvel movies. If I was going to pick one that you liked the most without like, if somebody was like, oh, which one do you think is Eamon's favorite sequel? It would be Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's really hard. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I feel a little, um, a little emotional about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sort of. So, uh, yeah, that that would be it. I don't know. It's just... It's so good. The movie is so well put together. There's so much in it that propels the Marvel universe forward. It does. Into where it ends up. and Because uh, I feel like it's one of the first ones that really does that for the movies, where it really points that franchise in the vector, you know, that it's going to ultimately take, right? to send it down that path that leads to Endgame. I think it really is the movie that takes control of the MCU yeah. and and moves it forward. And then it's also just, it's fun. It's got a good plot. It's got good characters, good one-liners, good action. And while I love the sweeping, like every character is in this kind of thing, and it's hard to put um, a movie in the MCU without Iron Man mm-hmm. in, a, in the top of anything, 
I, I do really love this movie. So that was my that was my Marvel pick. But yeah. mine is Ragnarok. What? <laughs> Again, I'm so surprised. Um, I didn't know if you thought maybe I would say Endgame because Endgame really is not. one of the best movies ever. But Ragnarok is one that I think if you're gonna say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna pick a MCU movie. Which one do you want? I, I would say right away Ragnarok. It's the funniest. It's it's my favorite one. I think, yeah, and it focuses on characters that you love. Yes. It really is super funny. And I, I also love that movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to pick out of Marvel movies. Yeah, I love, I love Kate Blanchett's like over the top, like just really chewing the scenery, being this villain who's just like so bad, you know? Um, and just the introduction of Valkyrie. And I mean, it was yeah, just that fun. Taika it's so great. sensibility is just so perfect. Yeah. I, and it's just, it's great. It's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> it, it's perfect stuff. Yeah. I love I mean, it. So that's mine. Do you, do you know what my first one no is? No idea. No? Nothing. Empire Strikes Back. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Try to hide the disappointment a little bit. <laughs> I'm really not even sure what that's about. This movie is amazing. It's, yes. It is. Yes. There's no yes. argument. No, it is. It is. It's just your love of the Star Wars universe and my love, your love of the Star Wars universe makes my love of the Star Wars universe puny and insignificant, right? Like, I I love it. I love going to see it. I get excited about it. But it's so, the depth with and pa- of passion that people have for these movies and just the, the whole, this world, I don't fit in there. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it's just, I, I don't know where it ranks in the movies that I've seen the most, like the Star Wars trilogy. I, you know, when we were younger and just had a limited number of VHS, we rewatched these movies so many times. Just imagine following up the first Star Wars movie and how successful that was with this kind of movie that changes the tone, but moves the story. Also, you know, another one of these movies that just propels the story and the universe. And this is kind of unimaginable direction that is just so surprising and it's just so well done. Just the number of things that have to go right for something like that to happen and to make a movie that's this enjoyable is so good. We don't have to talk about a 40 year old movie for very <laughs> long, but so I think we should probably wrap it up, but who knows what we'll talk about next week. Probably not a book, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Do you have anything else? No. Okay, cool. Until next time. It was fun. It was smart. We liked it. <laughs>